Hey everyone, it's Celine. The Dreamcatcher podcast recently celebrated its fifth anniversary. Since 2018, we have done over 130 interviews with prominent thought leaders in personal growth and spirituality. If you recently joined our community, you may have missed some of the great guests we have had in the past. That's why I decided to republish two older interview episodes per month so that you can enjoy content from the past. I hope you like listening to this past episode as much as our newer content. Be sure to subscribe, share, and rate this podcast if you haven't already. Thanks. Welcome to the Dreamcatcher Podcast, a place where you'll receive a boost of inspiration, practical advice, and tools to maximize your success and personal happiness. And that's not all. You'll also get plenty of guidance on how you can use your gifts, talents, and compassion to contribute towards making the world a better place. Be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter for a preview of what's in store and to also receive a free ebook. To sign up, simply visit www.thedreamcatch.com. Now it's my pleasure to introduce you to the host of the Dreamcatcher podcast, Celine Chinoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a Dreamcatcher interview podcast special. We all know what it feels like to get stuck by negative self-talk. The fears that are brought up by our limiting beliefs hold us back from taking action on the goals that we envision for our lives. The cost of giving into these limiting beliefs is high. It determines whether or not we end up living up to our full potential. So what can we do to avoid these downward spirals in our thoughts? Karen Brown, an expert on transforming beliefs and achieving goals and dreams, enlightens us on how we can achieve this during my conversation with her. Karen is a business psychology coach, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and the CEO of Velocity Leadership Consulting. During our conversation, Karen shares her personal story of struggling with her own limiting beliefs and fears and how she discovered her true potential when she pursued and finished the toughest race in the world, the Ironman World Championship. She elaborates on a few key steps on overcoming our limiting beliefs and strengthening our psychology so that we stay motivated to consistently act on our goals and dreams. Hi, Karen. How are you doing today? I am great, Talene. I'm thrilled to be on your show. Thanks so much for making the time to share your thoughts and expertise with me and my listeners today. I look forward to learning more about you and your ideas on how we can overcome our limiting beliefs. I look forward to really valuable content, so I'm ready to roll. Great. So let's get started, shall we? Yeah. Okay, so um, I always like to start out my interviews with learning more about the person that I'm speaking with. I read in your bio that you started your coaching and consulting firm which is called Velocity Leadership Consulting, back in 2012, after finding your own purpose while training for and finishing the Ironman World Championships in Hawaii. Could you please share more about that experience and how it 
contributed to the work that you do today? Yes, absolutely. So the uh, idea behind Velocity Leadership Consulting is about tapping into the power of the unconscious mind and using the neurosciences, which is basically scientifically proven methods and techniques to harness the power and the velocity of the unconscious mind. Because what I found in finally deciding to pursue the, what some say is the toughest human endeavor, the toughest race in the world, at the age of 44 as an amateur athlete, is I discovered that only 0.008% of what we do in a day comes from our conscious mind. The rest of it is driven from our unconscious mind. And limiting beliefs are the number one scientifically proven thing that holds all of us back from achieving what we desire. How did your experience in, in the Ironman um, competition, how did that make you realize um, that you know, these limiting beliefs were a huge you know, an impediment, a barrier when it comes to living our full potential? Mm -hmm. So what made me realize that is for 28 years, I held myself back from pursuing uh, competition in the Ironman. And uh, the thought process would always go like this. I would see the Ironman on TV. I would be emotionally moved to tears because that emotion would well up inside of me. And I would literally think, what if I have what it takes to do that? And I'm not tapping into that capability. What if I'm squandering my true capability in life? And then I would think, well, but wait a minute. The athletes that compete in the Ironman are elite. You know, they're the, the best of the best. They're top. And I'm just a recreational amateur athlete. You know, they're up here. I'm down here. And how could I possibly do that? That is a limiting belief. Whenever we say or think something like, I don't have enough money, time, talent, support, uh, skill, whatever, fill in, fill in your own blank to achieve that, that is a limiting belief. And here's what I came to realize when I finally discovered scientifically what a limiting belief was, I realized that that is the thing that had held me back from pursuing that huge, gigantic dream for 28 years. And it also was the gateway to achieving it. Because once I discovered limiting beliefs and how the unconscious mind works, I also found the neuroscientific key to conquering and transforming limiting beliefs, basically unlimiting them. And then by using that uh, and the other six keys in the book, which are all scientifically proven and work for everyone, not just me, I was able to cross the finish line in Hawaii in two years. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, so you must have, and, must have had to train quite a bit. And I, I've heard that it's quite a challenge to do that race. As you said, it's one of the top, it is the toughest in the world. So 
you know, congratulations with that. Thank you. Now, here's the other thing that I discovered. When I started to pursue the Ironman, like basically when I made the decision to pursue it, I thought that my Ironman dream had nothing to do with success in my professional life. I thought they were two separate things. Like, okay, they're siloed. Like, over here, I'm going to pursue this personal dream, this Ironman dream. And over here in this other silo are, you know, goals and dreams. Now, here's the key. Here's the important point. What I found is that my personal dream held the gateway to finding my purpose and ultimately my highest level of capability to be able to produce the success in my personal life. So they were inextricably linked. That's interesting. I mean, it seems like you're kind of drawing from the same, um, the same archetype, the same place in your, um, I don't know how to say it, but from your spirit, you know, it's just, it's the same um, dynamic that you're drawing from that, you know, the dynamic that pushed you to com complete the race. So I can see how they're connected. Yes. Great job, Celine. Yes. And this, this is why I, I wanted to write this book and make these keys accessible to everyone, because you're right. This is the core of human beings. Your unconscious mind is where your core values live, your emotions, all of your memories that have been stored that then shape your current behavioral patterns, because your unconscious mind remembers and knows all, all of that stuff, looking for patterns to adopt to basically save energy and time. And I had gotten into a pattern of limiting beliefs, which we all do. I mean, this, this is how our unconscious mind works. That was going to be my next question. You were. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because um, just for all my listeners, like, I just want to mention that you are the author of a book uh, that you just mentioned, Unlimiting Your Beliefs, The Seven Keys to Greater Success in Your Personal and Professional Life. And uh, yeah, my question was, my next question was going to be, how do we develop these limiting beliefs? And why is it challenging for so many of us to minimize or even eliminate them. And you were already getting into it a little bit. So that's why I thought I'll quickly mention this. Yeah, man, this is where it gets really juicy. Yeah. All right. So um, uh, what, what I've become in the, the years since I've been studying this and, um, you know, doing research and sharing findings with everybody uh, like, like the audience today is that our unconscious mind really holds the key to everything. And that your unconscious mind, and, and for the sake of this argument, unconscious and subconscious mean the same thing. Okay. Now, if we were having a scientific discussion, I would make the distinctions between the two, but I get that question a lot. And for the sake of our discussion today, subconscious is the same as unconscious. Okay. It's just, I prefer to use the, the term unconscious. Okay. And I've become a subject matter expert in this area, specifically leadership and professional performance. And it's all backed up with science. So here's how your unconscious mind works. First of all, it was created to keep us safe. So think about when we were cavemen, cave women. 
we had to immediately ascertain whether something was friend, food, or foe. Because if we had a threat coming at us, like a lion that was chasing after us, wanting to eat us, we could be killed off if we didn't run as fast as we could and go to higher ground in the other direction. So that's what our unconscious mind was created to really do, to keep us alive. And because of that, if you think about, I mean, just picture a caveman, right? I mean, like Neanderthal, knuckle dragger, you know, like there's a bunch of really fun, uh, you know, wisecrack things that we could, we could call cavemen. Okay. But it, it's kind of true in this sense because caveman brain, your unconscious mind, is the most simplistic yet powerful machine. And it's usually always going to err on the side of, well, no, that's going to be too hard. That could be a threat to the system. That could kill us. Uh, no, 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 no. We need to stay safe. We need to stay, stay safe and comfortable and inside of what we already know. And that's why all of us struggle with limiting beliefs. Because it's your caveman brain coming back in and saying, no, 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 Karen, we're going to keep you safe. Doing the Iron Man is going to be like so challenging that it's going to rattle you to your core. It is going to force you to explode and expand your comfort zone beyond your current perceived limits. And even though it is also the gateway to greater success, your unconscious mind doesn't see that. It only thinks about keeping you safe and secure and, you know, in, in the known, if you will. Right. So, I mean, it's, it seems like, you know, if you have, if, if you want to uh, get over your limiting beliefs, you have to go against your basic instinct, which is, you know, your instinct to survive and to stay away from danger. Yes, somewhat. Although uh, what I would, would characterize it as is rewiring those connections because basically limiting beliefs are a habitual thought pattern right and like any other habit if you want to change a habit bad enough you will do what it takes to change the habit and it's the same thing that applies here so that's what i learned and that's the first key that i share in the book how to identify and then conquer and transform limiting beliefs because that is the biggest thing that holds us back. And that's where caveman brain latches on. But here's the really great news. When you use the technique, it rewires that connection, that, that habitual thought pattern connection that has been created in your unconscious brain. And here's the even better news. Because your unconscious mind is so much more powerful than your conscious mind, you can utilize it and make this change causing the rewire to happen much more quickly and that's actually why i named my company velocity because when you key into that you can make changes with greater velocity and ease oh that's interesting could you please give us an overview of those um seven key principles that you mention in your book and how we can apply them in our life? I know you mentioned the first one. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, and actually uh there's a 
a quick, like five minute technique that uh, really works for identifying and conquering limiting beliefs. And um, I've actually created a uh, kind of a walkthrough uh, form for you to use for that. Okay. And also a corresponding video. Okay. So, you know, at the end of the show, we can go over how listeners can get in touch with me. Sure. And I'm happy to give you those tools for free because I really, you know, I'm on a mission to eradicate limiting beliefs in our world and transform ourselves because the world will be a completely different place when all of us conquer and transform our limiting beliefs into unlimiting. Yeah, I totally, all right, agree, so, with totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what? Uh, I, I'm i just going to be real with your audience for a second. Um, I know a lot of times when I'm on shows like this, the audience members tend to think, oh, well, she did the Ironman. Well, she must be, you know, a natural athlete or she must be, you know, highly talented or, you know, have some special skill. And here's the thing. I don't. I am nothing special. I am not naturally talented. Like I had to work my tail off for this. I had to, I had to do things that I never realized I would have to do to do this. And what it brought me to was, you know, what I'm meant to do in life and the difference that I'm, I'm uh, supposed to make in the world. So, and that's what's open to all of us as human beings, right? It's, it's really living our purpose, living our potential, like understanding what that is and then, and then tapping into it every day. So, I just want to throw that out to the audience members so that they can relate to me. I am just like every single person listening in your audience right now. I am no no different, no better. And so if this works for me, this is why it's scientifically typically proven, it's going to work for everyone that's listening. Okay. So um, the other keys are, after conquer limiting beliefs, number two is tap into the dream. And this is a, a key that is well known because of the technique I uh, help you use in the book permeates the unconscious mind. And it works with any dream, whether it's personal or business or, you know, a blend of both, whatever. Uh, the next one is make a decision and verbalize. Mm -hmm. The following one is do whatever it takes and schedule equals goals. The next one is called no discipline, and it's actually a play on words, uh, and that's why I, I call that key uh, no discipline for a reason, because it's meant to really catch your attention, and in doing so, that key really allows you to harness the incredible focus and concentration that your unconscious mind is capable of, that we all sort of get fragmented in because of all of the two million bits of information that are coming at us every day, and mostly because of our devices. You know, there's so much. I mean, oh, yeah. everything is literally at our fingertips. We're bombarded, which and we're literally bombarded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, no discipline is really about having the discipline to say no to those things that are going to get you off track from achieving your dream. Well, you know, whether it's putting the phone down, you know, and shutting it off for 10 minutes a day or turning off your notifications. Or, you know, one of the stories I love to share in the book was when my coach actually ripped my iPod, my music out of my hand for training. 
And she said, you know what? You cannot use that in the, in the Ironman race. And so the sooner you part with that thing in training, the better off you're going to be. And so I did it one day, you know, rather begrudgingly. And what I found was while I was out there training with no, you know, no stimulation, no music, no, I wasn't listening to a podcast, like no bits of information were coming to me. I had the best thoughts of my life. It's like this doorway opened into my highest level thoughts. And seriously, the best, most creative, innovative thoughts just kind of bubbled up for me. Like I would just be running along and I would think about some issue I was having or some challenge. And I would just think, huh, wonder what I could do about that. And then boom, this incredible thought came into my mind, just like magic. It just appeared. And I thought, wow, I don't think I ever would have thought about that, you know, in my typical daily environment. I've got similar stories of people having, Mm -hmm. you know, such breakthroughs when they go for like a silent meditation retreat. I don't know if you've ever heard of those Mm -hmm. where they don't talk for a number of days. At first, their mind is super turbulent, but then as the dust settles, they start getting all these, you know, these visions, these ideas, these, their creativity gets fired up. So, so yeah, I've heard that it's, uh, it's quite powerful to get rid of any form of stimulation. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It, it truly opens up and ignites your unconscious thought process, your, your unconscious uh, capability. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing. It's like this whole other world opens up that you don't realize isn't there, you know, while you are, you know, continually getting outside stimulation. So that's no discipline. And then the last two are hire a coach and hit your goals, enjoy the victory, set new goals and dream again. Those are really, really great principles, uh, Karen. Um, Thanks for sharing those. Now, what are some Mm -hmm. tips that you can offer someone who's who's experiencing a downward spiral in their thought process when all they can see are limitations and obstacles in front of them? What, what tips would you give them to get unstuck and, you know, move towards a stronger and positive frame of mind? That is a great question, because I think a lot of us are struggling with this in the world today, yeah. and we don't talk about it. Yeah, so I'm really glad you asked that. Yeah, and most people... So here's what you can do. They numb it out with like antidepressants and, you know, alcohol and all kinds of stuff. And And food. And food. Yeah. Yeah, so we need uh, healthier and more natural ways of dealing with it. Yes. Yes. So great question. So here's, here's the antidote. Here's what you can do. First of all, number one is self-awareness. Become aware of when all you're seeing are the limitations and obstacles in front of you. So it's a fairly easy process to to carry out. So basically, just think about what it is that you want to do. And you can can test out a couple or three different things because they're all going to turn out the same if you're struggling with this. And so think about doing that thing, whatever it is. Say it's the Ironman or say it's something at work. Then write down 
the first three things that come into your head about accomplishing that thing. And if all three of those things are limitations and obstacles, you are in a downward spiral in your thought process. You, you have now entered into this habitual thought process pattern, okay? And just writing them down will bring you this self-awareness of, oh my gosh, okay, now I see that this is happening. And then notice how many times a day that happens, that, that very quick thought process, because I guarantee you it's happening many, many times during the day. You'll just cycle through that same uh, thought process spiral or cycle, okay? Mm-hmm. So number one is self-awareness. Then how you get unstuck is, remember that same piece of paper where you jotted down the first three things that came to your mind? Mm-hmm. So take that same three things and then actively in the moment, write down the opposite positive uh, ways that you could accomplish that idea or goal or dream. And at first it, it might be a little bit of a struggle because you're, you're forcing, you're challenging your unconscious mind to think in a different way. Because it's used to just thinking, okay, limitations and obstacles, here they are. And when you write this down, and when you literally are putting yourself in the situation of accomplishing the thing that you desire, that also taps into the power and cognitive capability of your unconscious mind. And, And essentially what you're telling it by sitting there with the pen and paper saying to yourself, okay, what are ways that I could accomplish this? You're literally telling your unconscious mind what you want. You're saying, okay, unconscious mind, I want to think of the ways that I can accomplish this. I'm leaving behind these these limitations and obstacles. We've already thought of those. Don't need more of them. So then once you have those three ways that you could accomplish it, then carry it out in the moment. So when you notice that you are having these thoughts and you're still identifying limitations and obstacles, actually stop what you're doing and in the moment actively verbalize the opposite of it. So you just, you know, wherever you are, stop what you're doing and say out loud to yourself those three things, those three ways that you could accomplish the thing. It works every single time. And the first day will be the toughest, but after that, it's like any other habit change. The first day is the toughest, and then it gets easier and easier from there. And here's a tip for your audience. Because you are tapping into your unconscious mind, which is, honestly, it has infinite capability. And it works so much faster than trying to force something through your conscious mind that this habit will change much faster than probably any other habit you've ever changed before. I was following a similar process um, uh, last week. I have, a, have an issue that I'm dealing with. And, you know, one of, the, one of the obstacles that I faced was that as I was doing this, I realized that each option that I came up with, each one has its own pros and cons. And then my critical mind gets in, you know, gets activated. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, there, 
there's something that I need to, uh, you, you can't have it all basically with each option. Like how would I deal with it, if, you know, deal with this kind of situation? Okay, that's called rabbit brain yes. because you're going down, you know, additional rabbit holes, right? Yeah. Every time you think, well, this thing has another pro and another con, yeah. and then that leads somewhere else, and then those lead somewhere else. Yeah, that's rabbit brain. Okay, okay so here's what you do about that. Okay. Um, first of all, agree with yourself that you are going to come up with the first three things that come to your mind, the first three ways that you can accomplish what you desire. And that's it. You're going to cut it off after that. Just, just stick because with those that. first three things. Yes, stick with those because those first three things are the best. Those first three thoughts they come straight from your unconscious mind, and they are literally your best thinking. And have the discipline then to say no to all those other rabbit trails, right? Because that's just another form of uh, seeing limitations and obstacles. That's just your unconscious mind trying to pull you back in to, oh, well, what about this limitation? What about this obstacle? You know, we just identified this, but it's really all the same, okay? So it's, what it's trying to do is just take you back into the pattern that it knows so well. And if you think about it this way, think about your unconscious mind like your cell phone battery. So our cell phone batteries are strongest when we take them off the charger in the morning, right? They're fully charged. Mm -hmm. You know, we can surf the net really fast. You know, everything that we do on the device happens really fast and really efficiently. Mm -hmm. And then as, as the battery wears down toward the end of the day, what happens is it starts trying to save energy and it cuts corners in doing so, right? Its processing speed is slower. Uh, you know, you, you may not have, you know, a quick and efficient access to everything that you had at, at the beginning of the day when the battery was fresh. Mm -hmm. The same exact thing with your unconscious mind, only your unconscious mind starts doing it right away as soon as you wake up in the morning. It doesn't even wait until you are low on battery life. It always looks for patterns ways to save energy because if you've ever had a day where like let's say at work or in your business you had a day where you had to do a lot of original and creative thinking mm -hmm. well it's really taxing right so you know everybody that that has done that we all have um it's tiring you know like you're you're hungrier during that day you probably eat more and you're thinking gosh, why am I so much hungrier today than any other day? And at the end of the day, you're exhausted, right? Like you feel like you've probably run a marathon or, you know, written code, you know, <laughs> for cryptocurrency or, you know, stuff like that, yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, come up, come up with a cure for cancer, right? Because that's literally what your unconscious mind is thinking. It's like, oh my gosh, We've done all of this original, innovative thinking today that we've never done before, but that we don't usually do. And you're totally out of pattern. So there's no, there's no places for your unconscious mind to cut corners and to use habitual patterns that it's used before and that it knows well and ultimately save energy. So that's why you're completely drained.
Yeah. So that's where I'm bringing it back full circle to when you notice that your unconscious mind keeps taking you back to more pros and cons, more limitations and obstacles, that's when you've got to cut it off and just say, stop. I've got my three. Those are the best three. And then take action on one of the three. I don't care what it is. And I don't care if it's going to work or not. Just take action on it. Because what that shows your unconscious mind, it literally tells it, okay, this is the pattern I want. I want to think of three ways that I can accomplish this. And then I'm going to take action on one of them. It is the purest antidote to that downward spiral, first of all, and also rabbit brain. Wow, that that is so helpful, Karen. Thank you for thank you for sharing that with us. I'll try it. I'll try it out, and I have to uh, somehow quieten that rabbit mind, or was it rabbit brain? Mm -hmm. Rabbit mind. I rabbit brain. Rabbit brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to ask it to chill out. So. <laughs> Does, does... <laughs> so, that's right that's do, right do you have any uh do you recommend any daily practices where we can kind of strengthen our psychology and you know even discipline our our um, unconscious mind so that we stay motivated and driven about um, our goals and you know we act consistently on them as well yes of course i do and here they are so first of all, start and end your day by visualizing what you want to achieve. And not just visualizing, but visualize what it will look, feel, and sound like to achieve. So when I would do this with Iron Man, I would literally do it before I got out of bed in the morning and when I was uh, in bed at night before I went to sleep. And I, I had made up a vision board, if you will, or a dream board that had all the, the visuals that were important to me about the Iron Man. It had a picture of the finish line. It had pictures of Kona, Hawaii, which is where the Iron Man is held. Uh, you know, it just had all of these things that, uh, you know, really um, made the interpretation for me or, or were symbolic of achieving Iron Man. And so I would literally lay in bed. And I would close my eyes or I would look at the, the vision board and I would feel what it would look, feel, and sound like to be in the race and to cross the finish line. Like I could literally hear what the crowd at the finish line would sound like. And I could feel what the Hawaiian air would feel like on my skin as I was running down Ali'i Drive toward the finish line. I could feel the intense heat of the sun and the crosswinds, and the smell of the ocean. And it literally, I challenged myself to visualize and feel every nuance of what that would be like to accomplish it. And every time I did it, uh, again, I pushed myself to make it even more and more vivid. Because those three things that, that I just shared with you, what it looks like, feels like, and will sound like to accomplish, those are also doorways into your unconscious mind. And when you do that, again, you're literally telling your unconscious mind, this is what I want. This is what I want. Please give it to me. And then a really cool thing happens. 
it engages your unconscious mind. And then it's like a computer that you're telling what you want, right? Mm -hmm. And then your unconscious mind starts searching. And it's like it puts out radar searching for how you can get that. So then what happens is all of a sudden you start seeing people and resources and hearing conversations that will help you get there. It's uncanny. It's absolutely amazing. It's like unconscious mind radar works really, really well. That's the RAS, right? I've heard about it, the reticular activating system or something like that. That's exactly what it is. Reticular activation system. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So um, visualize every single day and at least morning and night. Uh, I like doing it throughout the day. Uh, You know, whenever I have, you know, a free minute or as I'm going through something where I can do that, it's really, really helpful. Also, I like to limit media as much as possible because what it does is uh, a few things. First of all, it's a huge distraction. Second of all, there are a lot of studies that have been done now that the more we look at media and the more time we just spend, you know, taking in information, more and more information, 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 the more that our unconscious mind believes that all of it is true. And most of it is going to be negative. And so it, it starts to permeate the unconscious mind. And your unconscious mind thinks that that is a request from you. And so then it thinks, oh, okay, she wants more of that. So then you end up with something called negativity bias, where, you know, you you automatically see the limitations and obstacles, or you automatically start to think, well, you know, this this is going to end up badly, or this is a conspiracy, or this is a bad thing, or this is a negative thing, or whatever. Because you're just conditioning your unconscious mind to think that way. Can the people around you also cause you to think this way? If you have people who are, you know, who are who have this negative negativity bias, can it kind of um, seep into your unconscious mind as well? You just read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was the last tip I was going to give yeah. is uh, limit negative or limited people in your world, because you're right. What happens is their negativity bias can get in your way, or here's another interesting one, their limiting beliefs about your ability can get in your way. And I gotta be honest, and this this is in the book, uh, when I decided to pursue the Ironman in 2010, I was married at the time. And by all accounts, uh, I and everyone else that uh, I knew thought that, you know, I was in the perfect marriage. Only when I said to my spouse that I wanted to, to pursue the Ironman, his limiting beliefs got in my way big time. And he even said to me, you know what? You don't have what it takes to get to the Ironman. Better athletes than you have tried for 10 years and not gotten there. You don't just roll out of bed one day and decide to do an Ironman. And ultimately, the year, yeah, the year that I uh, got my lottery spot to Kona, which was 2012, and I was on my way, you know, that year to Kona in October, he and I went through a very contentious divorce. 
because I said, you know what? If my own so limited that, you know, he can't support something and that I have to pursue to see what I can do. Otherwise, I'm just going to live a shell of a life and I'm going to be worthless. If my spouse can't support that or, you know, friends or, you know, other people in my life, well, then they're not going to be in my life because I really get to choose who I surround myself with. Wow. Yeah. And it seems like that experience also kind of revealed to you who, you know, who's who's in your team and who's not. Absolutely. Yes, it did. And, you know, the other interesting thing about that, that revelation was there were some people who watching, you know, to see what would happen. And then they would decide what way they wanted to go. And because of the way I was, you know, I conquered my limiting beliefs. I actively worked on them. I did what it took. You know, I did three workouts a day, six days a week. And all of the other stuff, like behind the scenes stuff, like nutrition and massage and yoga and physical therapy and, you know, dealing with the equipment and maintenance for three sports. And what happened was because of the way I was conducting myself, the way I was approaching this really challenging dream these people that were kind of hanging on the sidelines saw that and they quickly then got inspired to be on my team and to be supportive. And then they used what I was doing, these keys, and this is another reason I wrote the book. They used those keys and transformed their own life. Wow. So you, so it seems like you ended up being the role model at the end of the day. Mm, well, I like to say catalyst. Catalyst, yes. Because, you know, that, that's really what a great coach does, right? They're a catalyst for things and for people. And the, the thing I want to impart here is that, you know, we can all be catalysts for each other. You know, how often do we see something or we have a conversation with someone and we come away, you know, maybe being motivated or inspired or um, changed or affected in some way by something you know, out of the interaction. Well, that's, that's really a gift that we can help each other with. And, you know, that, that actually happened for me all along the way. Uh, and especially in that two years, it took me to get to Ironman. And after Ironman, you know, I discovered this whole other world called ultra endurance sports. And so now I do even longer races. Like I think of Ironman now as a really short race, but I travel all over the world and I've become a, a subject matter expert and a published author and, you know, uh, fulfilling our mission with velocity and helping leaders elevate their performance. So, you know, the, the, my point is that, you know, what are you really capable of? Because uh, I found that I was capable of so much more. And it was that nagging feeling inside of me when I thought about the Ironman or I thought about this really big dream that was the, the doorway into my purpose and into my capability and then the ability to to bring others along you know for us all to help each other out because that's that's really what this life is about you know in our time on this planet we're all in it together so might as well help each other out as much as we can oh i totally agree i mean 
I'm certainly really, really inspired after speaking with you, Karen, and I'm sure everyone else who's listening to this will feel the same way. So, you know, thank you so much for um, sharing your knowledge and helping us learn how we can manage our thoughts in a healthier way. It has been such an honor. And uh, I really look forward to making a difference with your audience members. Thank you. You already have. Now, before you go, um, could you please let my listeners know where they can find you and also a little bit about the services that you offer? Yes, absolutely. Uh, So a couple of places you can go. uh, First of which is my book website, which is Karen Brown. And brown is like the color with no E on the end. So KarenBrownAuthor.com, that will take you to the book, and you can get the book everywhere books are sold. Uh, It's available in all formats, and that's also where you can get the tools, which is the how-to video and the form that I talked about on how to conquer and transform limiting beliefs. And there's also an email function on that. Uh, So, you know, if you have any questions, I'd love to hear from listeners, and I love to help people, you know, because like I said, my mission is to eradicate limiting beliefs. And the more you can share this, like share this podcast, share these tools, share these tips that I shared with you uh, with everybody, because then that starts a movement and that actually changes things. Also on social media, to find out uh, more about Velocity Leadership Consulting and how we help elevate leadership performance, uh, just go to Facebook, Velocity Leadership Consulting. We're the only one. And... Uh, you know, just like us and you can always reach out to us there. You can ask questions. We can interact. Uh, you know, the, the world of social media is a wonderful thing. So Velocity Leadership Consulting on Facebook or my website, KarenBrownAuthor.com. Okay, Karen, thanks so much. Yes, it's been a real pleasure and I wish you a wonderful day. You too. And same to your audience members. Thanks so much for tuning in today. It's been such an honor. Yeah, thanks so much, Karen. You take care. You too. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please subscribe to my podcast and feel free to share it with your friends and family. Take care and speak soon.